all in your mind. All in your mind. All in your mind. All in your mind. Hey everybody, this is Rick Rowan and my buddy uh, Through the Glass. Dwayne Beeman. And welcome to another episode of All In Your Mind. It's Friday, June 12th, yes? Yes. 2015. And uh, we're going to try something a little strange, a little different. Add an element of uh, game show to, uh, to the proceedings today. Uh, what we're going to do is Dwayne's going to run out into our bullpen, grab uh, some random creative talent from our, uh, from our store of uh, many uh, great, uh, creative talents, and drag them in here. We're going to do a quick, uh, fast-paced, uh, short attention span interview about whatever they want to talk about. And then we'll, then that person will go out and grab somebody else and we'll rotate through as many people as we can within the time allotted to us or until we run out of interest and participants. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I I have no idea what's going to happen. This is kind of a a whimsical approach, uh, but that's what, you know, editing is for. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) If we crash and burn horribly. um, We can just cut it out. And you'll never know the difference. Right. All right, Dwayne. So uh, I'll just sit here and uh, and uh, twiddle my thumbs. And why don't you go out and grab somebody, and, and we'll drag them in here. I'll do that, Rick. Excellent. Uh, while Dwayne is doing that, I think what I'll do is I'll run through all the the uh, new releases we have up on our website. We've got. Uh, let's see. This week we have the latest is Demon Cycle Book Four. The Skull Throne, part two of three. That's a very popular fantasy series for us, uh, written by Peter V. Brett, uh, currently directed by Rose Elizabeth Supan. We also have John Henry Cole, number four, Ride the Man Down. And whoop, who's that coming through the door? Hey! It's Scott McCormick. It's Scott McCormick. What a surprise. I was recording a special across the hall. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Scott. Hi. Uh, hi. I was just running through the uh, the new releases that we have up on our website. Is there anything in the new releases that, that you'd like to tell us about? Well, I just got done working on an Avengers book a couple weeks back. Everybody wants to rule the world, which is Dwayne's pick of the week. Oh, so, yeah. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> uh, we talked about it a little a while ago, but it's all the Avengers in the movie in a... Uh, and Tears for Fear. And Tears for Fear. <laughs> no. If we can bring British pop into our recordings, it's exciting. Um, so that's, that's exciting, and, uh, and people are loving it, and so I highly recommend that. Also, number five in the Templar Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but there was... Number four ended on a cliffhanger. Number five resolves it mostly. Um, and uh, if you love yourself some David Coyne, it's a great opportunity to hear his gravelly, gravelly gravitas. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's Cade, ain't he? Yes, he is. Yeah, Cade the Williams. The tortured soul. Yes. Well, his wife comes back, and she's a demon, so oh, it's exciting. spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's the way book four ended. It's just, just go, it just rolls forward with that. All right, well, for, if you haven't read any of the series up to this point, that will mean nothing to you anyway, right? Just ignore You'll that. Exactly. Here, but just... if you want to read the series, 
It's available at www.graphicaudio.net. There you go. And here. Which, by the way, Templar 5, uh, that was my pick of the week last week. Oh, uh, sweet. Awesome. Oh, and uh, let's uh, let's employ um, the the, uh, seldom used uh, technological uh, uh, gizmo that we just installed here. We have the mind eraser. So those of you who don't want to know about that, uh, lean in close to your headphones. And here we go. What? <laughs> we got Tommy Lee Jones up on the other <laughs> side of the book. <laughs> how, how exactly. Did, how did I get here? Oh, so uh, Scott, what have you been up to? You went on vacation recently. I did. We went to uh, we went to the beautiful British Virgin Islands with my wife and her family, and we cruised around. And uh, yes, it was glorious. It's a lifestyle I will never become accustomed to. But uh, as long as somebody's willing to treat me, I'll go anywhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. So. Yeah, and as long as there are no sand fleas, right? Well, uh, <laughs> that's finally clearing up. Well, that's good. Yes. It was just in time for me to go down to my college reunion this weekend, which is also uh, on a beach down in St. Mary's County. So uh, I'm hoping to, to, to refine Point lookout, huh? Yes, indeed. Yes. yes. Is there anything you can wear, any type of treatment you can uh, uh, to prevent yourself from acquiring these sand fleas I again? Don't, is it, I don't think so. I don't there's think no repellent? I'm not, not going to be going down to the British Virgin Islands anytime soon. So, And I've never gotten them in the continental United oh, States. Oh, right. Well. So I'm, I'm hoping we're going to be clear. But I do recommend the spray calamine lotion. <laughs> Uh, it's something I just discovered, and I, I find it to be quite soothing, and I love the smell. So, um, let me give you one more tease out. We're yes, just, please. We're just wrapping up Ant Man. Ah, yes. Which will be available around the 1st of July, just in time for the theatrical release of uh, Paul Rudd as Ant Man. Um, our very own Patrick Bussink will be portraying uh, the the mighty minuscule man of might, and uh, yeah, that's this that's the one of the largest roles we've had Patrick uh, play uh, to date, right? Well, I mean, in the, in the Marvel universe, he's done some western stuff, but right. this is this is his big uh, breakthrough role. So he's playing Scott Lang, and it's a very different type of title. It's it's very it's got uh, it's um I uh, would almost describe it as street a, level. I would I would describe <laughs> it as is if you're not if you're not looking for big superhero. Th- Throwdown fights. It's kind of in the tradition. And for those of you who've been watching Daredevil, we're not dealing with the with the with the nowhere near as dark. Not as dark, but definitely uh, not dealing with the the big upscale things. It's more about day to day dealing with uh, Scott dealing with his criminal past. But at the same time, you got a guy who can shrink shrink down to the size of an ant and talk to ants. So and, and it's fun. It's whimsical. Uh, there, there, there's a lot of comedy and humor uh, built into it. And Scott's raising his teenage daughter, so there's a lot of the interaction between him and her. So it's 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 a great deal of fun. And uh, we're who plays the teenage daughter? A uh, new girl named Danny Stoller. She's incredible. I think you're going to be hearing a lot from Danny in the upcoming future. So yeah, she's one of my faves. I just uh, recorded her for another project, which we haven't uh, announced yet, so I'm not even going to talk about it. And, uh, uh, who you have um, playing um, Hank? Hank Pym does not appear, but we no. do. But he's we, not in the book. No, nope. he's not in the book. But we do get uh, a visit from Richard Cutting as uh, Tony Stark, which I know is a fan favorite. Okay. So um, yeah, he's got some good scenes. Find out what happens when Tony has to babysit a teenager. <laughs> exactly. Oh. That's exactly what I thought of. The, that oh. that's one of the best scenes in the book. Uh, I recall because I did narrate it, so I do know the story. I keep um, the booze away. <laughs> 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 we all have to kill those demons yeah. somehow. <laughs> well, what's great is she's thoroughly unimpressed by him and. 
uh, and and uh, he he doesn't know what to make of that. And he gives her an earful about uh, his uh, relationship with Miss Pepper. So uh, so for those of you who think uh, Tony should be settling down, this will be your chance. So um, so that's all that's going on right now. I'm looking forward to summer. Uh, Spider Man: Craven's Last Hunt will be coming out and and very soon. And my uh, Western urban fantasy, Golgotha Book One, which is a thrilling story. Oh. I'm sorry, Scott, your time is up. <laughs> some of you will just have to find out later. Thanks for having me on, Rick. We oh. have some nice parting gifts for you. Indeed. In the back. Yeah. All right. I'm Reach into the grab bag on your way out the door. <laughs> I'm going back across the hall. I had a poem prepared and everything. Bye, so, guys. So why don't you grab somebody else? And let's see who comes through the magic door next. It's always it's always nice to be surprised. Yeah, exactly. But I need we need like puppets and. Uh... <laughs> so what what are you reading today, Dwayne? Are were you doing dramaturg? Uh, I was work? doing some dramaturging. Um... So we can't really talk about it because we don't know whether we're going to. Not quite yet, because okay. we don't have the property yet. But right. um, yeah, that's what I was doing, some drama talking. And look who's coming in the studio. Who would that be? I it's can't Colleen Delaney. Colleen Delaney? Yes. Wow. Looking lovely and summery. Thank you. With, a, with a, even a little blossom in her hair. Oh, it's 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 my nod to Billie Holiday. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, you're gonna sing some uh, blues for us? No, uh, you're welcome for that too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, what are what are what did we drag you away from? I was cleaning dialogue, my own dialogue files for Mistwalker One, which is virtually like... mistake free. I'm sure. Oh yes, natch <laughs> natch. Of course, <laughs> of course. So, yeah, but there's like a whole book in between that I haven't heard yet because our, our dear Tom Hogan is off learning how to be a better composer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's uh, what is that workshop? ASCAP. He's in New York. ASCAP workshop. Yeah, at New York University. There's... Yeah, he was going to, uh, yesterday he emailed me that he was going to a full orchestra session, recording session, which should be pretty awesome. Right. I, I did one of those when I was uh, way back in my dinner theater days. We recorded, uh, many of the dinner theaters in the area would use recorded uh, orchestral soundtracks. And we actually had to record a new one. So I actually got to sing along with the orchestra. And that was an awesome experience. Uh, uh, a very rare thing. Very rarely do, have I ever worked with, uh, with a full piece orchestra. Cool. I bet. I mean, it's such, a, it's such a high bar for us now. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you the number of times I've been watching like a Warner Brothers cartoon and been agape at the awesome, like, just studio orchestra on hand, well, lounging about, just waiting to be used. Yeah, Carl Stalling's work on the, on the classic Looney Tunes is, is, is legendary. And you can right. get recordings of that. Uh, Nana's got a couple of CDs worth of those and they're what's great about those is you don't even have to watch the cartoon you no. just you just listen to the soundtrack and, and you, you automatically can, know what cartoon it comes from you yeah. automatically know yeah. well that's it's it's that tells the action of the story it's right there exactly so let's see uh so so i'm still waiting for post sides on the kerrigans which is a johnstone okay. property there we go uh with uh, 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 a leading female character of irish descent ah yes are you playing that no, Helen is. Ah, Helen Pafumi. Correct, correct. Excellent. She's, she's very good at dialect she's work. She's been used. She's been used in the Marvel Universe. That's right. In uh, X-Men um, Days of Future Past, she was she was two characters, actually. A Scottish character right. and an Eastern European, I want to say. Uh, she, yeah, uh, German. Uh, Destiny was mm. the... Was the and, and the other is... 
Moira McTaggart mm-hmm. was who she played, and and uh, so she played both of those parts with a little bit of pitch shifting to mm-hmm. to help differentiate. Well, but, I was excited to use her for the first time in a larger role. Is that um, a is that a recurring role, or is that a one shot for her? She is the uh, heroine oh, of the series. Oh, she is the protagonist. So only one book of the Kerrigans has been published in paper form so far. Okay. Uh, but uh, I have every reason to expect that they'll continue to roll out in the way. Oh of, yeah, there's more coming. In the way wow. of the Johnstone world. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean her 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 dialect work is peerless. So um, I was stoked to have a perfect fit for her to slide into and to be more heavily heavily featured in something I was working on. So. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, we don't have too many westerns with a female protagonist. Nah, uh, nah. None, none springs to my mind, anyway. Nah, we, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't think of any, so this is something kind of new. I know, hooray for the badass ladies. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> for sure. Um... And uh, and what's the and the uh, and you're also hip deep in the silver series, correct? Well, silver has wrapped up. Oh, has it? Oh, okay. Yeah, there will be no so, more. Although uh, you know, we, that, it remains to know. be seen whether or not uh, Rian and Held will produce work that's graphic audio. You know. Gotcha. So silver was built to be a trilogy, then, or. Uh Initially, it was a three-part series for her publisher, and uh, we already discussed on a previous podcast okay. that uh, she had ideas for more, and they took a pass on that, but it was kind of like the good news, bad news, right? because she would have kept writing them, but it just opened the door for great new creative ideas that she's been working on. So, cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Awesome. But uh, this Miss Walker is um, oh yeah Ms. another um, yeah that's what you, you're, you're, become, now. you're becoming typecast in these uh, werewolf <laughs> yes uh, I have cornered the market I'm directing the werewolf series you can't have them they're all mine <laughs> well Nan had one she but hers was a, 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 a uh, Russian right spy right uh, oh that was World, the World War, War II, II yeah. era yeah the Wolf's Hour right right. That you can get at www.graphicaudio.net. Thank you, Mr. Beeman. <laughs> Does that mean we all drink? Do we drink every well, time you like give? Yeah. That, no, but that would be a good game to play while listening to All in Your Mind. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Pour your cocktails, y'all. It's uh, Dwayne's going to keep uh... plugging a website. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll change the name of the the podcast to Knocked Off Your. <laughs> all in your happy hour. <laughs> All right, I'm done talking to you. Are you done talking? Oh, I, well, you still well we got... didn't have to kick her out the studio. No, we still have. I think you still have time. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Am it, I? Have I been precipitous? Unless I didn't save that. Skip over that part. No, you've got. You've got. Uh, hey, you've got three more minutes. I feel like I'm in Merowin. See, that's that's the <laughs> Fey realm of this werewolf series where Merowin. Merowin. It's spelled like. M-E-R-E-N-Y-N, but uh, the author gave me a th- the authoritative pronunciation. See, we go through the trouble of actually talking to our authors and, by and large, trying to get their pronunciations when they're right. willing to talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've only had good experiences contacting authors and yeah. having them be willing to weigh in on these subjects. So, yes, it's, it's, it's interesting, like, trying to keep the, my brain straight with, like, the magical physics of this werewolf world right. versus that werewolf world versus this other werewolf world. True. And uh, so in, in, the, uh, in the, um, the Mistwalker series, not to be confused with Mistborn, wow. in the Mistwalker series, 
there is a, a, a fairy realm in which, like, time just moves at a quicker pace than in the Earth realm. So, oh, okay. Mm. Yes. So people so I was grow in older more quickly? I, was talking to I, I, I thought my time was up. I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I've tipped my hand. I'm really a fairy. So, yeah, are you? Well. <laughs> I exist in the fairy realm. There are many of us who have suspected that for years, but... <laughs> Yes, Colleen, she exists in the fairy realm. <laughs> Plug the website so I can have another drink. www.graphicaudio.net. <laughs> <laughs> another round. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Keep pouring them, barkeep. <laughs> so where are, you got, where are you and MJ going for your vacation? You're, you're going to be leaving us in a week or two. It's true. The Outer Banks. Wow. Yeah. Yes. My loving and generous mother gathers her children and their families to her once a week. Wow. I mean, once a year for once a week. Once a week. <laughs> once a year for a week. It's uh, it's great. How large a clan are we talking? This year will be, uh, I think, fifteen. No, that's pretty big. That's yeah, substantial. All kids, in the same house. All yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Nice. Yes, that's how my mama rolls. Yeah. <laughs> She only does it big. So does everybody roll down for for communal meals, or do people go their separate ways? Oh, no, that's the or? whole point. Like, oh. we try, sometimes I try to talk her into, like, a cruise or an all-inclusive, and she's like, no, no, because then everyone won't sit down to their meals together. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, yeah, we will. Of course we will. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. cruise. But no, no, it's the family table in the one big house. So oh. it's good. Oh, oh there we go. Well, there you go. Well, uh, well uh, it's been a pleasure chatting with you, Colleen. And, and, and it's you. about time for you to go home anyway. So, so go ahead and uh, drag somebody else in here. All right. Colleen out. Colleen out. Peace. <laughs> we don't know how long it's going to take for her to drag somebody in here, nor who will be coming through that door. It could be an engineer. could be another director. could even be an actor, possibly, although I think we've run out of those. Oh, it's her husband. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And her husband is... Michael John Casey. Michael John Casey, welcome. Slam that door. Sound effects. Slam! Slam! Welcome. So what... What were you doing when Colleen grabbed you by the ear and hauled you into our uh, uh, facility here? Uh, I was doing some prep uh, for Eric Carter One. Eric Carter One? What's that? (laughs) Eric Carter One. Stephen Blackmore is an author who um, has written... I did a one-off called City... City of the Lost. Which will be coming soon. Which will be coming soon. At www.graphicaudio.net. <laughs> Everybody drink! <laughs> and uh, one of the interesting things about this is that he's uh, he's also, that's a one-off, but then he had this other character called Eric Carter, who has, uh, so far we have two of his titles we're going to be producing. Uh, they'll be coming out in August, and then one in September. And I believe uh, the third one should be debuting sometime in 2016. Yeah. And cool. uh, the interesting thing about this is that all three of the, you know, the, the one-off of City of the Lost and the Eric Carter series, one of the main components of these books is the character, who is not even mentioned, but the character of Los Angeles, because the whole thing takes oh. place. On, and there are crossover characters between the two sets of storylines. So we have like a... So you mean the city itself, the... The, the, the city the, itself has like a, you know, it, it's all... A, a personality. A personality. There's a, cer- a certain amount of magic in it. Uh, I mean, it is a fantasy book, so there's magic in it, but... Uh, one of the things that people keep commenting on is that there's all this connection to magic in the city and how the city changes and how it, you know, it keeps some things but then leaves others. And so, is this like an an alternate universe, or is this a different timeline, or it's just no? They're actually happening like almost right on top of each other. I think City of the Lost kind of comes before Eric Carter. Okay, uh, but I'm not deep into. Uh, so I guess it was you know 
Yeah. But so, how does it relate? Is it is just like an alternate of our own world, or does it exist simultaneous in our world? I or, think uh, I think for I think it extends in our uh, or uh, it exists in our world. I mean, okay. There's nothing that's that's so far out of the realm apart from the fact that it's fantasy that takes us away from it. So okay. Any of this stuff is you know the complaints about the traffic on the four ten or you gotcha. know whatever or the. Um, you know, so they mix the the the, the mundanity of reality in with the, with the exactly. Elements. Eric Carter he uh, he comes back to town and one of the first things he mentions is uh, you know being stuck in traffic and like oh I never missed this. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm so, you know... I'm, What's his profession? What is he? Uh, he is a necromancer. Ah. So he's kind of like... Uh, what does that pay these days? It's not good, <laughs> actually. It's not good. Let's have to talk to Dr. Strange about that. <laughs> he's kind of like a, he's a, a Constantine-esque character, but he mainly oh. deals with dead people or people who have passed oh. on and demons who steal souls and that kind of thing. You know, the usual. <laughs> and... Uh, so you know he he gets uh, wound up in having to return to uh, L.A. from having. Is he been for away. hire or is he? Uh... Interesting, you put that. He kind of is for hire. Okay. But in Eric Carter one, he has his services near the end retained by one specific employer. That's oh. pretty, kind of all I can say without okay. going too far right, deep gotcha. into it. Yeah, we're trying to avoid um, spoilers. I mean, we do have the mind eraser handy if necessary. Yeah, you know, yeah. But. Well, the interesting thing again about City of the Lost and Eric Carter together is that you have these crossover characters. Like they reference a character who's killed in City of the Lost. They're like, "Hey, is that guy still around?" They're like, "No, some guy killed him a couple months back." <laughs> I'm like, oh, "Good, he was a jerk anyway." And then they have a a recurring character who is a, um, who is a I guess uh, who's a demon and has kind of like a uh, a nowhere land kind of like bar where like you know demons and spirits and whatever can just hang out and there are these doors that are all over the city and all you have to do is you can either make one and then like push through and suddenly you're in this room. Oh, cool! And a the guy who's the hole. yeah, <laughs> and the guy who's the bartender there, he's a recurring character. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like they have this you know kind of like they come in and they they all know each other in some sort of, sort of way. Interesting. So it sounds like there's. It sounds to me like there's a fair amount of humor uh, built oh, in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both these characters, City, of the, the main character in City of the Lost, uh, and and Eric Carter, they're not perfect people. So they're they're they're, they're rife with problems, right. rife with mistakes, and in doing so, it opens them up for a lot of like you know self depreciating humor right. and like awkwardness of well, I have the power to you know to, to destroy this guy. I'm gonna make a quip here and there, right? Uh, or I'm gonna get killed anyway, so I might as well throw out a quip here and there, you know. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and the, there is definitely some good good humor in it. Yeah, oh, it sounds like fun. Cool, yeah. awesome. Well, uh, look forward to City of the Lost coming out soon, and also Eric Carter One, Dead Things. Cool. So that's pretty much what you're you you are immersed in that that world. I am right immersed now. in that world in Stephen Blackmore's world. The author. He's a uh, yeah. Have you talked to him? Uh, I have not spoken to him. No, I'm actually been. Um, you're setting up uh, an interview behind the mic or something like that. I or? think so. Yeah, pretty soon. Right now, I've been back and forth with one of the adapters just because it's trying to iron out some problems between the or not problems, but uh, logistics of Eric Carter one into Eric Carter two. Right. You know, making everything fit nice. Is this name Eric Carter or Eric Carter? It depends on if you're from Washington D.C. <laughs> or not. If you're from Washington D.C., his name is Eric Carter. If you're from anywhere else in the world, it's Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know where you're from. Right. Yeah. That's interesting that well, sometimes we have actors in and uh, uh, I'll, you know, they'll say a line or something and I'm thinking to myself, that's great, but you really sound like you're from Maryland. Yeah. From Maryland. We gotta get Maryland. That. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have to do a completely different accent to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, now, who, okay, are, who's, are you Eric Carter? I am Eric Carter. You are Eric I, Carter. I am Eric Carter. <laughs> 
in all of his imperfect glory. <laughs> who who else uh, who else populates some of your the, the larger roles in your cast? Uh, James Lewis plays the uh, the bartender Darius, who kind oh, okay. of like goes between City of the Lost and Eric Carter. Okay. Um, one of our new hires, uh, Tia Shearer, plays Tabitha in the oh, Eric yes. Carter series. Series. And, yeah, she is uh, brand spanking she's new. She's brand spanking new, and she did a really good job. I was editing some of her dialogue today. Uh, Gabriela Fernandez uh, Coffee. Coffee. Coffee is playing Santa Muerta, the uh, the. Uh, the mother saint of the, of the dead. dead. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, saint yeah, of the man. dead, yeah. who um, who is all over. She's in both books. She's not in City of the Lost, but she is in uh, both of the Eric Carter books. So yeah, cool. It's good. It's kind of fun. Awesome. Awesome. So when is uh, when's number one release? Where does it, um, Eric well, Carter one comes out in August? Yeah, um, but uh, but uh, City of the Lost uh, should be out in uh, probably about three weeks. Yeah, about three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right, so It'll look for it there. And where can we find that, Dwayne? At www.graphicaudio.net. Drink. All right, what? Our, our audience is starting to sober up. I thought it was time for a plug. Oh, no. <laughs> we, we can't have a sober audience for this experience. We have to add in a whole bunch of, oh, we got to have another drink, so you have yep. to have a couple of bottle opens. Right. <laughs> there we go. That's pretty good. Thanks, man. All right. Do that again. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have the dropping of the, uh, of the bottle cap. i got to work on that. So we were talking about you guys are you and Colleen are going away to the Outer Banks, yes? Yeah, gonna go to the Outer Banks and have some family for the time. Annual, annual, the shindig, annual family huh? kind of like get, the whole family gets together. You can for tell like a us week. you get along with your family, okay? Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, t- you know, too bad, MJ. Uh, right look at, that at the point, time. Yeah, I got a <laughs> hey, I got a thing. I gotta uh, go. Yeah. Well, I have so, to go uh, so, t- uh, tuck tail and run and hide back uh, in my hole. All right, MJ, oh. we'll go out and grab somebody else, and right. uh, let's see who comes through the door next. All right. Thanks for talking with us, buddy. All right. Thank you, you MJ. It, see ya. It's funny because. When we have an unlimited time, we can talk forever. Yeah, but, but, now, when, but right. when we put the when we, when we realize, okay, it's only going to be a few <laughs> minutes, we run out of conversation because we figure, well, I can't start something up. Right, exactly. But this is cool. This is cool. This is uh, fun. <laughs> hey, it's Action Jackson. Is it? Oh, really? Yes, it is. Action Jackson could only be Mr. Yeah. Kenneth C. Jackson. Yes. Yes, they're they're there, and, and they're especially secured for your protection. Excellent, thank so you. They, so you won't much. be going from stereo to mono and and back again. Oh, I thought you meant you know protecting me from other directors' ear infections. Well, hopefully that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll uh, put in some Foley and post of a of a spray aerosol uh, aerosol can <laughs> right. of Lysol. Just to put our our listeners at ease, you know, <laughs> we're taking proper sanitary precautions. <laughs> so Ken, Ken, yes, what yes. what did we drag you away from? Uh, actually, I've been working on um, editing. Uh, Montauk Monster. Montauk Monster. That sounds awesome. Yes, and I what? want to talk about it. Please. Hunter Shea is the author, and I actually went to uh, his official website, uh, and it's called the official website of horror writer Hunter Shea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've been on the site, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It says, Hunter Shea is the product of a childhood weaned on the Night Stalker, the Twilight Zone, and in search of. He doesn't just write about the paranormal. He actively seeks out the things that scare the hell out of people and experiences them for himself. Sounds like my kind of guy. Really? Yes. Mm. He says It says his novels, Forest of Shadows, Evil Eternal, Swamp Monster Massacre, Sinister Entity, Hell Hole, The Waiting, and Island of the Forbidden <laughs> are published through Sam Hain Publishing's Horrorline. 
Now, his first thriller novel, yes. The Montauk Monster, was released June 2014 as a pinnacle paperback and was named by Publishers Weekly as one of the best reads of the summer. And guess what we're going to be doing in audio format? What's the Montauk that? Monster. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the alliterative titled yes. Montauk Monster. And I have to say that... We've um, got a lot of MMs on the schedule these days. <laughs> 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 I feel blessed because I love the horror genre. Yeah, we it, don't really... We don't. Well, I think this is like the, fir- the really, first... Really, this pure is like horror. the first... Yeah, like a pure horror um, book. This that is doesn't like the mix first, genres with other... Right, this is like strictly horror. And yeah. I think this is like the first one we've ever done. I mean, we've done... Stuff like, you know, Dante Valentine and Jill Kismet, you know, something that has and, like and the supernatural right, and vampires. Exactly. Right. exactly. But right. this is like Freddy Krueger, Jason. <laughs> well, you know, well, give us, well, give us the, the premise. Michael Myers, you know. Give us more detail, Ken. Sure, yeah. The thing that I like about it is, you know, there's many ways that you can sort of differentiate, uh, you know, between types of horror. Uh, but the type of horror that I think I like the best is the kind that kind of starts from a premise that sounds uh, believable mm-hmm. and gives you enough information that you know are facts that you kind of aren't sure when you sort of step off into the abyss into the fiction aspect. Gotcha. You know, you just kind of cruise. It's grounded the... enough in reality that yes. that it's a, that it's a, a a nice segue. Right. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah. I you know, to me the, the the coolest stuff is is things that seem entirely plausible until they just go slightly awry. Well, in in uh, in uh, keeping that in mind, I actually asked Dwayne to have a uh, to play a little uh, excerpt of one of the characters talking, uh, because... Uh, I don't know. That might count against your time, Ken. <laughs> I know. No, no that's <laughs> fine. Go ahead. The, 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 um, the uh, Montauk is actually on the end of Long Island. Right. You know? and, that's um, where all the fishing is done. Though. Right. And there there was a sighting of... There there has been... There is an urban myth. There is a, uh, some photographs. You can go onto uh, the web. Right. And you can find Yeah, this is based on an actual urban legend. that washed up on the shore. Right. And, you know, scientists have said since that, you know, they think it was like the corpse of a raccoon that got bloated and distorted in the right. water, et cetera, right. et cetera. But so there's that. But beyond that, um, there's also near Montauk, a research facility called the Plum Island Research Facility Mm -hmm. actually exists. And in the book, one of the characters is talking and he starts to give a little background about the Plum Island Research Facility. And I went on the web and And I started looking It's all true. (laughs) And then he kind of takes that little leap. So if if, uh, um, Dwayne will play the, uh, the little bit that I put in there, uh, and I, I'll talk over it at one point. Um, but okay. uh, uh, this is an example of what I'm talking Go about. Go for it. This is a web clip. Yes, sir. Not the web right. clip. There's another one. Excerpt for podcast. Yes, okay. yes. All right, let me see. The place was initially built to study different animal diseases, specifically hoof and mouth. Did Meredith tell you that a former Nazi was actually one of the founders of the lab? Sounds nuts, right? Back in the 40s, Operation Paperclip was designed to import all of these Nazi scientists into the country and get them working for us. One of them was Eric Traub. He worked on biological warfare agents during World War II. Someone in our government was willing to forgive his dubious past so they could use his mind against our enemies. Everything changed after 9-11. If people thought this place was secretive before, they were really in the dark after those fucks took down the towers. 
It became more than staying ahead of our enemies and protecting ourselves against all forms of agro-terrorism. We altered the entire course of R&D in 2003. Scientists were recruited from bioengineering and genetics companies to come here. So we had an island full of geneticists, DNA, and disease specialists. It was all for one reason, finding ways to create organic weapons. We have a volunteer military now, and no one likes to see kids die. It's very bad PR. One of their goals was to create an expendable weapon and spare human lives. So, Plum Island Research Facility, the, the Project Paperclip, Eric Traub, all of that is true. Awesome. Eric Traub, mm. yes, that is all true. And that was but, Andy Brownstein we were listening yes, to. Yes, and that yes. was um, Andy Brownstein, one of our great actors who's uh, performing a character by the name of Robert Niccolo in uh, The Montauk Monster. And... I think the Dwayne, I'm, I'm going to give Ken a special dispensation. Okay, yeah, yeah, because this is kind of. <laughs> I'm going to let him. Yeah, let, I'm yeah. going to let him go a little bit <laughs> right. further on okay, this. Okay, cool. One, appreciate so, that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll reset the timer for Ken. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. bo- right. the bogeyman in this story is 9/11. You know, and that's right. the point when we can. Then you can because we all know how paranoid and how fearful our society became in 9/11, and we all know. You know, in the news right now yeah. are um, things that have expired. You know. Uh, 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 Ways that they were able that they after nine eleven, uh, the government gave uh, homeland security and and all these you know it's, organizations. Our opened. lives have changed. Yes, since our lives then. have changed. And, and so yeah. so so he, the author Hunter Shea, so that second part where he's talking about you know nine eleven, I think that is where we start to get into the the story that he is building building on the true. Uh, uh, Plum Island Research Facility and then the fact that they morphed into something where they're starting to try right. and create some sort of defensive weapon right. that then becomes a premise that That's we build all, on. Yeah, fictional conjecture but... Right, but it's very very well yeah. uh, put together and I also love this story because as a kid I was a real geek. I loved horror stuff but I also loved um, uh, Andy Griffith. Yeah. Okay? I did. Yeah. I love those little homespun tales right. of real people. Small town. Small town. So he takes... Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. I, I, right. I, I told Andy that uh, for me, this story is like, you know... Uh, uh, Monster comes to Mayberry. And, and, and Monster <laughs> comes to Mayberry, you know? Because he, he, you, you've got these these people, you know, just living their lives in a little beach town, and then there's... It's the Mayberry Monster. <laughs> it's the Mayberry Monster. Another M.M. <laughs> the Mayberry Monster. We don't have uh, Aunt B and uh, Floyd out there fighting the monster. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, get, uh, oh, great though. I get just the vision. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We kind of... Ooh. That's a monster, all right. Ooh. <laughs> We do kind of have Barney Fife because there is a there is a deputy that's, that's in there, you know. Oh, where? No, no, you just hold it right there, you darn monster! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Andy, 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 he's running off with my dog. <laughs> oh, and, and I let me perfect just say, setup for Rick to do the Don Dots. That's great. <laughs> let me say too, Angie wanted me to mention that the July bonus special is a can cooler or a koozie, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's a very different thing. Is it a koozie? Is it? It's a koozie. Yeah, it's the you, thing that you slide. It's like a yeah, slide. Yeah, you put your can inside. Okay. Right. Yeah, can yeah, coolers. Yeah. Yeah, but a cooler is like. Well, yeah, but a can cooler. People All call right. it. It's another name for the same thing. All right. Um, and uh, Jabalu Jab- Jabalani. 
we always call him Jabu. Jabu, uh, who's our resident artist, uh, has created yeah. art for the Montauk Monster. Which you can see right now, actually. You can, you can go, you to go to our to upcoming releases Upcoming page, releases, you can see. And you can see the image that you can get on a koozie uh, <laughs> yeah. in July. It's wow. pretty cool. Yes, that, that picture is actually going to be on a koozie, huh? Yeah. Yes. It'll wrap itself around your That's hot That's a pretty beverage. horrifying uh, <laughs> I know. creature. It, might, it um, might slow down your beer consumption. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you reach for that and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and have second yeah. thoughts. Whoa, maybe not. <laughs> Just in case the beer consumption is slow. Down, Dwayne. How can they find this book? Uh, they can find it on www.graphicaudio.net. Ding, ding, ding. Take a shot. Okay. And listen, <laughs> I, I got thirty seconds of the of the uh, just thirty seconds of the web clip. All right. Can we do that. Go. All right. All right. While Dalton moved away, Campos got down on his haunches to take a closer look at one of the piles of shredded humanity. The smell of ammonia and other foreign chemicals made his eyes water. That didn't smell like a floater or even a recently eviscerated body. Then he noticed the smoke. An almost transparent steam wavered over the miasma. Stepping back, watching, his eyes bulged. Where's the ME? He just pulled up, Sarge. Get him over here now and tell him to bring a hazmat suit. Everything is fucking melting. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. That's really cool. Bodies yeah. melt <laughs> bodies melting on the beach. Wow. I Can't love that. So I take it that this is almost kind of like a deep blue sea type thing where um hmm. you know, a lab is just messing around with you know, in that movie a lab experimenting was me- experimenting with things that with man was not meant and, to right, experiment. Exactly. Yes. And they get human type little bit there, of there genetic genetic right. uh, experimentation. Yeah. Yes, which again keeps the horror in the realm of the now because it's scientific progress that has and, led and us increasingly well. plausible. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Science, Disturbingly so. Science plus paranoia equals bad things. Yes, exactly. And the classic, it's a throwback to the 50s in that sense. You yeah. Know, the, you know, yeah. The, the classic horror movies of the... Well, that sounds awesome, Ken. Yeah. yeah. All I'm right. Looking forward yeah. to it. Well, thank you for sharing a double uh, portion of, uh, of your allotted time, but uh, it, was, <laughs> it was well worth it. We may even do another podcast about that, but although you, you did a pretty good job of concisely covering it. Well, thank you. So now get the hell out. All right. <laughs> no, no, go back. Go, go back and, and, and bring, bring me some other fodder for our, uh, our oh, little podcast here. Right. Yeah, just grab anybody out there. Okay. You, know, you can yeah. grab an engineer, uh, uh, you know, somebody walking by. <laughs> That's actually a book I'm looking forward to actually listening to. Yeah, um, yeah. Angie and um, a future who, pick right. of the pick of the week. Oh yeah, most definitely, <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's cool. Nan Savard. Is it really? Yes, it is. Welcome. Well, I'll believe it when I see her come through that door. What? What? <laughs> oh, now I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Put on your headphones. And um, sign in, please. Yeah. What's it? I see by this little piece of paper here, you scrolled. Uh, yes. Withershins. What is Withershins? Withershins. Oh, also, I should introduce this as Nanette Savard. Howdy. In case we didn't, howdy, uh, everyone. Um, a star of stage and Scream. Yes. Um, scream. <laughs> <laughs> All right, turn down the gain. No. <laughs> Um, and well, I okay. Should... What, did, what? Okay, I've been asking everybody. What did we drag you away from during your productive Friday uh, afternoon? I was uh, trying to. Uh, I just finished uh, doing all the vocal edits for, uh, or, or all the character edits for 
Wittershins Adventures number two. Number two. Yes. And, and um, tell us about Wittershins. Well, you know that that's kind of why I printed this out from Dictionary.com here. Uh, I think Wittershins. Uh, a lot of our American listeners might not know what that means. It's now, just is it not Wittershins or Withershins. Apparently, it's either one. Ah. And uh, our uh, th- those of uh, our our British listeners may say Wittershins. Uh, yes, it's chiefly Scottish. And uh, uh, I just, you know, I've I've had uh, actors and people say, oh, Wittershins, what is that anyway? You know, and uh, I think um, Simon R. Green's used it before in some yeah. of his stuff. Yeah, it's, it's idiomatic uh, right. uh, to the U.K. Um, and and the, I should say that the first Wittershins, uh, uh, Thieves', Thieves Covenant, Covenant, is available now from where, Dwayne? www.graphicaudio.net. Oh. Ta-da! <laughs> and... Um, but Wittershins simply means in a direction contrary to the natural one, especially ah. contrary to the apparent course of the sun or counterclockwise, ah. considered as unlucky or causing disaster. So uh, if you go down to Australia, the, 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 uh, the water in the sink um, travels Wittershins? I guess it does, which is just weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. Well, what, okay, so uh, what is this? This is a fantasy? It's, set... it's a fantasy. The setting is kind of, um, I guess I'd say 17th century France, sort of. Uh, but not really. Three Musketeers, but it's a 17th century France of the imagination. Right. Never existed in our, in our world. No, no. I mean, they fight with rapiers, and there's lots of daring do, and and they they shoot at each other with blunderbusses and. Uh, and Wittershins is actually uh, actually a character. She she's is a the, character. She's our protagonist. Yes. 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 Um, started life as a poor orphan, um, was adopted into the aristocracy at one point, and through a tragedy, uh, ended up back on the streets, making her life, making her way, and making a living as a thief. Ah. And uh, and but you know a street it, thief, a street thief, and um, a cut purse, a pickpocket. No, well, at at one point she was yes, mm. but now but she, more of a cat burglar. She's more of a cat burglar now. Gotcha. Which you you know you will see from uh, the, uh, the cover of our. Yeah, she looks very cat like. Yeah, she looks very cat like. She dresses in black leathers. Yeah. Uh, and she can scale walls and things. Yeah, that first cover is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, the young lady who uh, who's she's up in the uh, the uh, what is the I want to say belfry aviary. What no? What's the where all the birds roost? Oh, uh, the the, um, the, um, the dovecote. The dovecote. Yes. That wasn't what I was thinking of, but uh, yeah, well, that's what it is. Uh, but. Um, yeah, she she's an interesting character as portrayed by uh, Alyssa Wilmoth, who mm-hmm. some of our listeners might know from um, Only Superhuman. She was she was the lead character in Only Superhuman. She's also Mary Jane uh, in the Spider-Man books. Yes, mm, that we do, and among uh, many other things. And w- the the thing I love most about this this uh, Wittershins is that um, it's very funny. I mean, it's it's a really nice combination. Of of really good comedy, and you know, there's plenty of pathos and and drama as well. And uh, we are on our uh, a second uh, false covenant is the name of the second one. And I was 
uh, I was putting together some crowds as we... Ah, uh, yes. As before now, I was... Now, you were actually assembling crowds. I mean, we often do crowd sessions where we'll gather yes. people. And I, but... I do want to do those as well. But um, one, one problem that we have when we're doing our crowd sessions is that most of the people in the bullpen are men. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Except for myself and Colleen. And Colleen, yes. And, and while we certainly can be all women to all people. We, and frequently are. And frequently are. <laughs> uh, you know, I, we had these big crowds with lots of women. So as, as women have been coming through our studios, I've been recording them. And right. I was just cleaning those up so that John Glennon, my, my engineer... We'll have uh, crowds we'll, that sound... We'll, th- yes, we'll, we'll that sound full-bodied and... and uh, authentic. Authentic, yeah. yes. yes. I want to ask you a question, Dwayne. Yes. When when you uh, were d- doing the dramaturgy on this particular series, you thought of me. Why was that? You said well, you said you thought that, that this had my name all over it. Well, well the historical well, aspects, I would think. Yeah, you know? well... Um, I knew with um, your previous experience with... Um, Rogue Angel, right. and then later on, uh, the Goblin mm-hmm. series, um, that this was a uh, good fit for you. Um, normally, with uh, the books that we have for the women, it, you know, usually when I plan it out, the humorous stuff, I usually tend to give to you, and the more serious stuff, I usually <laughs> give to Colleen. I see. Yeah, but, um, and, and, and it works out. It works out yeah. real well. So, um but and and also uh, you, you needed something to read, yeah, so uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was um, no, my thought process in no, I'm, giving I'm, you the. No, uh, I'm glad you Wittersons. did. Yeah, you're I, you're clearly enjoying it. I'm, from yes, every, I'm totally enjoying it. Uh, I think Alyssa summed it up. She and I, I hope I can use this name, but she said that he, the this Ari Marmel who wrote this and who also wrote um, Mick Oberon. M- Mick Oberon. Um, he really has a kind of a Joss Whedon feel to him. Ah. He's, uh, you know, for those of our listeners who are familiar with Joss Whedon, and I imagine most of them are. Clever uh, dialogue. Clever, di- very clever dialogue. Witty banter. Witty, very witty banter. Oh. That's... That means your time is up, my dear. <laughs> That's enough witty banter for now. All right, well, <laughs> But, yeah, you can check out Wittershins 1 is now available at www.graphicaudio.net. And Wittershins 2 will be out in a few weeks. So, yes. Um, Yes, yes. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and bite me. And, <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So, so, next victim. Yes, find another victim for I us. shall. Well, Dwayne and I will chat amongst ourselves. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to take my paper and Take go. your paper. Take your trash and your refuse and go. <laughs> and Dwayne, tell... tell people about the website so I can have another shot. <laughs> you can find all these books that we have talked about today at www.graphicaudio.net. <laughs> the pause that refreshes. I, <laughs> I'm actually just drinking soda, but you know, I, I feel like I'm getting a little more intoxicated as we go. Yeah. <laughs> My head, she is spinning. <laughs> Let's see. Let's yeah. see. Uh, have we? Uh, is there anybody left out there? Oh, we. That's um. That's that's interesting. I'm I'm anxious to see who does come yeah. through that door because <laughs> as we get further and further along. Yeah, I think we're starting to run through our uh, a, slew there, of. Uh, there's a certain amount of attrition, I guess. Uh, 
Hey, it's Patrick Stratton. It's Patrick Stratton. Yes. Come on in, Got a Patrick. Sound designer up in here. All yeah. right. All right. All right. Well, let's see. Well, maybe I'll give him an extra couple of minutes on the timer. <laughs> Patrick Stratton, what did we just tear? What did we tear you away from? And did you finish it? Dwayne wants to know. <laughs> uh, it's uh, City of the Lost. Oh, you're working on. Yeah, we were talking about that with MJ earlier. You're right. So, did you? Are you? Is it? Uh, are you done? No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> When's it supposed to be done? When is uh... Uh, the deadline's gonna be the first? So I got the the rest. Oh, of the whoa, 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 whoa! For some reason, I thought you were grinding towards a towards the deadline. Now you're you're early in the process. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's well, it works out that way because of MJ's impending uh, oh, vacation. Right. So yeah, right. yeah. Cool. I mean, so. I'm I'm already going to be finishing up disc one, and it's you know it's a pretty interesting topic, kind of. Yeah. The, the subject matter is pretty cool. What? Uh, how do you compare it to some of the other uh, stuff that you've done? I mean, you've done a lot of our Marvel books, and uh, which you know has its own set of problems and uh, and and issues. Are, are you finding a lot of uh, similarities in 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 a sound design? Well, the. The whole topic of this one is almost like a zombie noir kind of like oh, a detective okay. book. Okay. So it's a lot more of trying to find the appropriate themed music to right. go with because he's he's always talking to himself like a surly, you know, smoking a cigarette, drinking you a scotch. You need film noir. You need blues and jazz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And there's a lot of really gruesome uh, <laughs> zombie themed scenes yeah so that are that are horrific or uh or comically horrific or well he plays them pretty he the entire time he's like cool hand luke through the whole thing so he's kind of like comedic yeah Yeah. exactly yeah but it's pretty gets pretty gruesome there at one point uh uh someone is giving cpr to someone who's just shot a hole through their head and i have to get the whistling sound of oh blood splatter coming out <laughs> like while well, someone's trying to do CPR on a gaping hole. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That sounds like Foley work to me. Yeah. 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 Almost like, um, oh man, who had the hole in his head in Sin City? Was that uh, oh, Benicio right. Del Toro? Was that him that had the hole? No. Uh, it was... Was <sighs> it the... It was the yellow bastard kid, the guy, right? The guy, wasn't it? The one at the, the 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 main villain at the end that I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. <laughs> there have been a couple of. Wasn't there? Um, what was that really bizarre western? Um, Sam Raimi western, wasn't it? That um, the Quick and the Dead. Oh, that, there was a that? shot where somebody had a hole through them, and the cam- and the camera actually shot through their body. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? No, uh, no I, I never seen The Quick and the Dead. That That's, was uh, Sharon Stone and uh, Gene Hackman, right? Gene Hackman, right. Sharon Stone, right. uh, whole cast of, yeah, it was like a contest. It was like uh, everybody assembled in town for this, this. Oh, yeah, for the, it's like a gun singing contest or something yeah. as opposed to poker this it time. It was <laughs> obviously a very stylized Western, but, uh, but I believe there was a shot in there where when somebody got shot, you literally saw through the hole in their body, you know, something ridiculous. Uh, like well, <laughs> well, immediately. <laughs> Um, what popped in my mind was uh, Dana Carvey. You ever see the sketch on SNL? Uh, open wound, uh, <laughs> head no. wound, Harry. Uh, <laughs> oh, head wound, Harry. <laughs> no, I, I don't think he I comes was... to this party with this hole in his head and he's bleeding, and <laughs> and then uh, they 
uh, they they do a shot away from him, and then when they put the shot back on him, it's like the dog is just gnawing at his head. You oh know, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's funny. It's gro- it's gross, but it's funny. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah well, it, it sounds like it'd be it play better in audio, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although his, his grin would be pretty good too. The Dana Dana Carvey grin. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No, I like yeah. I love Dana Carvey. Yeah. Yeah. He still he still got it. Yeah. Um. So cool. So, what did you? Uh, what was what? What project did you most recently finish? What did What did you just wrap on? I think it was a Deathlands. Um, I it might have. I believe it was Deathlands. I I, I did two Deathlands back to back there. Right. Yeah. So right. One twenty one and uh, one twenty two. Yeah, they definitely yeah. blurred a little. <laughs> the, yeah. the, I was gonna say the most recent one. It was a lot of uh, underground. Um, Right, there's a giant worm and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's funny because you know, it doesn't take long for you to get far enough removed from whatever project you're intensely working on for it to just fade into the recesses of memory because you you know, you it's like um talking to an actor who's in a long-running series or something and asking them what their favorite episode was or any of that kind of stuff and they usually are like I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, they're all the same <laughs> to me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's because it is such a uh, you know, it is such a perpetual never-ending grind um uh but uh yeah it's out with the old and with the new yeah <laughs> i mean well i know we, like when we work on the marvel stuff you say we have a different process on that where you'll do the sound design without music and then i'll come in and lay in the music beds and kick it back to you and you get like an energy spike when you hear the music attached to what you've already done mm-hmm. how does is there a time in the process for you where you sort of get recharge your cells i guess it's in post you know yeah i i kind of do this uh, similar process just by myself where I'll by post I mean once you get past the vocal mix you're actually into sound effects and music mm-hmm. yeah so it's all uh, post as far as you're concerned <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll basically I'll go through and when I know uh, beds that I want like music beds and scoring I'll throw them in but if I come to a place where I know that it's going to take a couple of minutes to find a good bed I'll just leave it blank and finish doing all the the effects and come back to it. Right. So I'll do that. By, I'll do that on every project. Basically, it's not. Um, That's smart. Yeah, because then I do get a bit of a boost when you know you start hearing the music coming in. Hearing the music gives you that emotional rush, and and and, and it gives you that the endorphin rush that you need of the creative process because it, it's it's when you're performing live or something, or even when you're recording. You get an endorphin rush if you're really into the performance, but when you when it when it's something as technical as post production, you know those moments come kind of rarely, mm-hmm. where you feel oh this is kicking you know this is working this is clicking. I mean it happens for me when I do QC a lot of the time where I'll hear okay this is actually going to work that kind of stuff. When you start seeing the puzzle pieces come together and everything. Yeah. So what uh, what's your favorite game you're playing these days? You're a big gamer. Uh, I I've been really big into ever since the latest DLC, um, which like the latest expansion for Destiny on uh, Xbox came out. Oh, so I've been like me and Justin, the other engineer, have been all in on it. <laughs> now is that an MMORPG or is that a? I mean, do it's you do you play like, with other players online or not? You do play with other players, but it's a little bit different. Uh, it's like a first-person shooter MMORPG, so it's like oh. it's like Call of Duty meets that kind of. So you might wander around and interact with other people that happen to be online occasionally, yeah, as opposed like, to teaming up or. Well, you'll see them. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all we have. Our time is up. Uh, that's all we have. That's all we have for you. But uh, but that's cool. That's cool. It was a pleasure. Anything, yeah. 
Pleasure talking to you, Patrick. Right, thanks, Pat. Hit the road. Go, yeah, get out. Go grab somebody else. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. That, yeah that, Patrick, that broke up the monotony there. Uh, yeah, Patrick's a, well, Patrick's a, he's huge into games. He's also my source of all what's happening in comic books comic and land, comic book right, movies. Right. And, and, he's probably more in touch with he, comic books than you and Scott are. Oh, well, well cer- I know Scott is still heavy. Yeah, he's still... Certainly more than I am. I, I really... I mean, I'll read, uh, I've got, you know, the Marvel Unlimited, so I will read stuff that I want to read from all, you know, from all time periods. Right, exactly. So I'm not, like, necessarily focused on what's currently happening as much, unless Mm -hmm. it's a project that I need to. Like, I've been rereading a certain Daredevil story arc. Have we exhausted our... uh... No, I think we, um, I think Patrick is going to try to get one more person to come in. So what are you watching, Dwayne? Well, I, 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 you, you, I did. You haven't I, watched Daredevil, have well, you? Well, I've started it, um, and so I'm slowly um, How far working in? my way through it. Um, I'm I'm on the third episode. Okay. Hey, we got uh, Nathaniel Perry here. Awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Don't worry. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. No pressure. I forgot to shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I've been sweating up a storm in here. Oh, so. good. <laughs> Nathaniel Perry, director and engineer extraordinaire. Darn you. Welcome. Yeah. Come on in and sit down. What are, what are you uh, slaving away on these days? Uh, working. Uh, well, I'm on trying a to finish deadline. my book. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, right now I'm working on um, Gideon Smith and the Brass Dragon. And the Brass Dragon. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's that's the second book. That's yeah. the second book. Yeah, second the first book. one, first is one a, was The Mechanical Girl. And yeah, that's available yeah. where? At www.graphicaudio.net. And drink. Our listeners are <laughs> our listeners our listeners are playing a drinking game. So every time uh, Dwayne mentions the graphicaudio.net. So most of them are under the table by now. What what website? www.graphicaudio.net. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, my, my headphones are a little <laughs> <laughs> so tell us okay so tell us about um gideon smith um tell us about old smitty yes <laughs> this is um, okay now this can be roughly categorized as steampunk yes yes yes, yes. um oh no yeah. oh no what it's well it's the end of the day and nathaniel's brain cells are just like deteriorating plus, <laughs> plus you put him in front of you put him in front of a microphone and he starts to go thorn <sighs> what scene were you uh, just working on when you, when you came um, over tell us a, a bit. fight between uh jinzo unigan uh giant samurai uh steampunk samurai and uh and the brass dragon they're going at it and uh it's not fair. Either side's not faring too well right now, and um, sounds like a Wu Tang flick. <laughs> now, do you lay in? Now, hey, hey, the the T Rex is coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, and that's not a joke. There is it's a T Rex. Yeah, it's not. It's not a. It's not a joke. Uh, so spoiler you, alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, there's that, that's there's a T Rex right at the beginning. You said. Yeah, but you kind of forget about it <laughs> until the end. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Jurassic Park. No, it's just like holy crap! I forgot about that thing. <laughs> so uh, when you okay, so working on this action scene, it's a fight scene. Yep. Do you, now, do you lay in the sound effects first and, and then the music, or the other way around? Uh, it all depends on how things are going. Yeah, where, where do you, what's the, what do you what's your what's your approach on this particular scene? Um, I'll layer in the sound effects, and uh, t- usually I know which sound uh, uh, music bed that I want to use. Before you go um, in, typically, uh, this one's been a hard book because you have 
You have Nuedo. It's a New Japan kind of thing. It's in California. You also have uh, the Yaki uh, Indians uh, or Native Americans. Um, um, then you have the Spanish, and you have uh, London. <laughs> it's all these different areas. So it's a areas. totally international, yeah, uh, globe-hopping yeah. type it's of globe story. globe-hopping. And you got the Americans. Uh, uh, that's uh, the nameless. The that, that's a good. That's a no, no. Oh, that's right. You got Steamtown. That's in Texas. They seceded, and uh, <laughs> you got Thaddeus Pinch, which is uh, wonderfully played by um, David Jordan, and uh, that's my favorite part of the book. Oh, and, cool. Uh, Who plays Gideon? Uh, that would be Bradley Smith. Brad Smith. Okay. Yeah, you had to actually. He had to on the very first book. He had to redo the whole thing because you had decided that uh, it wasn't north enough. It wasn't a north enough dialect. Yeah, <laughs> still, still, I want to delete this. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> well, it's kind of interesting sometimes. Hey, it'll, it'll if you're, if you're it an American, that, it sounds like it's from the north. Yeah. Well, right. yeah. <laughs> yes, we always. <laughs> the performance is wonderful, and 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 our forgiving sisters across the Atlantic and sisters and brothers across the Atlantic. Will you know uh, acknowledge the attempt at uh, at uh, authentic dialects? That yeah. we, that right, we, right. Know. Everyone yeah. can do a London, <laughs> right? But yeah. no one can do a Yorkshire. <laughs> now, in this in this particular book, mm-hmm. the uh, Gideon and uh, Brass Dragon, uh, Gideon is actually going after Maria, right? Yeah, at the at the very end of book one, she the, was kidnapped. So yeah, she speak. was kidnapped by. Uh, um, is Maria the clockwork? Yeah, she, yeah she's the, the mechanical girl. Yeah, yes. she's the mechanical girl. She gets uh, kidnapped. Well, in the very the, the, is that the what the uh, first book is the mechanical, the mechanical girl, girl yeah, right? The first book's the mechanical so girl, go. and then at the end of the book, uh, hopefully you've listened to the first book. <laughs> well, don't yeah. And I if mean, you haven't, go to www.spoilerhorn. Okay, yeah. All right, lean into the microphone. It's time for the mind eraser again. And, um, where are we? Where, huh? Yeah. What's What's the website? How did I get here? <laughs> These days are going by. Um. So, but uh, yeah, the first book was a lot of fun. Uh, we should um. Just mentioned to um, our graphic audio listeners that um, who yeah. may have been living under a rock uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, Nathaniel was recognized for his work with Mistborn. Uh, he was nominated, the book actually was nominated for an Audio Award for Best Audio Drama. Yeah, he went up to New York, got all dressed up, that yeah. had a, did the town. Yeah, yeah. and then got engaged. And then got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Mazel tov. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. So um, and then got sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Nathaniel. You're well, off, hey, look, you're off the hook. Look, there it is. All Your right. five minutes is up. <laughs> yeah. See, that wasn't so long or so bad yeah. or so awful, was right. it? Huh? <laughs> 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 All right, get back to work. All right, I'll get back to work. Thanks, uh, see, see, if see if there's anybody else out there who wants uh, to participate. All right. <laughs> and and let us know if if not, because we'll just sit here and wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Don't go off with the headphones. Yeah. Ah! Whoa! Okay, well, well, Nathaniel, I guess, will be our last visitor. Let me uh, just shut the door behind him. Were you born in a barn? <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you're still with us, um, and hopefully you're enjoying yourself even more after the number of uh, uh, 
shots that you've all been taking every time <laughs> Dwayne mentions our glorious website. www.graphicaudio.net. And that should do it. It's closing time, folks. Uh, we're about to wind down. Um, anything else uh, you want to uh, leave uh, with the listeners? Uh, anything that, that comes to mind, Dwayne, that perhaps we should let people know about? Um, well, the director's um, done a good job in highlighting. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? You didn't even get to talk about your project that you're working on right now. Well, that's the thing. Um, we we haven't ever actually done a, a, a press release on it, and it's not even in uh, our upcoming right. releases. That's right. That's so, right. So we'll just treat it as top secret right okay. now. You know, I'm working on a very hush-hush project. Uh We'll say Marvel-related, we can say that. Okay, yeah. And, and of a very different nature than the announced titles. Uh, it's going to be um, a lot of new uh, actors are being brought in for this project. Right. Um, it's a pretty pro, uh, high-profile um, event. Um, what else can I say without actually... Uh, saying anything. Uh, and you'll uh, eventually be able to get it at www.graphicaudio.net. There you go. Of course. <laughs> of course. I can say that when it does come out, it will be available in surround sound. Woo! Nathaniel Perry will be doing the sound design on it, um, right. which we will be actually starting next week. Recording has pretty much wrapped. Uh, I have gotten some Fabulous performances, some stuff that I just have been, you know, bouncing off the walls with. How awesome! Yeah, really cool stuff. Uh, very fun project, very light, uh, a family-friendly project, which uh, which we don't often have. Right, uh, you right. Know, uh, this is a, a suitable material for all ages, even more so than some of our other Marvel titles. Cool. So uh, hopefully I've sufficiently whetted your appetites without actually saying anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was looking ahead into our uh, upcoming releases, and it's not mentioned yet. It's going to okay. be—it's an August release, um, but we're going to make a big splash when we announce it officially. So you guys can just just guess. <laughs> but anyway, uh, well, this was fun and different. Yeah, um, this was and, fun. And sort of whimsical. And yeah. uh, who knows? Maybe we'll revolve this technique again. It's also good for short attention spans, you know. Um, so uh, hopefully our audience has a longer attention span the, than the average audience, uh, uh, considering how long our, our, our books are. But um, but uh, actually much shorter and uh, uh, um, uh, more action packed than than a traditional audiobook. That's for sure. Exactly. So anyway, I'm I'm really starting to babble and ramble now. So let's uh, <laughs> let's bring this to a close. Dwayne, thanks for sitting in with me. Oh, uh, my uh, pleasure, my pleasure. And uh, I'm glad this we got another, another one of these in the can, yeah. as it were. So thanks everybody for listening. Those of you who are, uh, those of you who aren't, who cares? <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, I guess we're out of here. All right. Until next time. Peace. All in your mind. <laughs>